Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. That's all I can say is bless His holy name. Are you paying attention? Are we paying attention? That's the question of the day. No matter what, Father gonna make a way. That's his promise to all of us. If if you're in Christ, you know, if you have accepted him and knowing that you have been accepted in the beloved. That's the giving. But are you paying attention to what's really happening? Cause see, we we in a we uh, we are people. We we are in we are part of a society that's saying we are right and you are wrong. See, you say that that's evil or that's bad. We say that's good. Oh, and what's good, you saying that's evil. And the word of God tells us <laughs> in those days, people going to call evil good and good evil. So are you paying attention to what's happening around you? Are we paying attention? If if, if we really want to become a solid community for one another, and follow and. And, and allow the traditions of others that have kept the traditions of the Old Testament. We have a we will have a strong viable force that is called the church. I, I, I've come, I've, I've been in um, numerous churches uh, within the Houston community because of my work. And, and what I do, I am a, a business consultant, but also organizational developer, meaning, or you could say administrator, freelancer. Uh, I just say business administration or church administrator, where I'll, I'll come in, they invite me in because they need some things um, in order in the administration office. And 
And because of that, I get to sit in and listen, I watch, I observe, and I report. Then I begin to pray. So when individuals call me, they're not just calling somebody to do a work to get a check. You're really calling in the presence of God that's on my life to come in and get things in order. Right? Some may not see it to that depth, but that's, hey, that's what God called me to do. And because of that, I feel I have an obligation. I I feel I have um, an anointed obligation to honor God with what he has called me to do. Now, some always tease me and say, girl, what you down do? You know about this, you know about that. Well, the only reason why I know about certain things is because I do research. I don't know everything. But when somebody brings something to me, hmm, that's interesting. I'll go research it. I'll go look it up. So that's a piece of knowledge now I have acquired because I took time out to research. I took time out to to do the program or whatever it is that I need to find out to perfect my gift that God has called me in administration and organizational development. So now I have that underneath my belt because I know how to self-motivate myself and to self-discipline myself. Okay, only by the grace of God, though. Only by the grace of God, you guys. That I am knowledgeable of that particular industry. And so even now, I'm reading through the Bible, and me and my brother had a conversation, one my, my, my neighborhood brother that we grew up that know me from when I was 10 years old. You know, and we had our little neighborhood. So in that particular neighborhood, that block, everybody that grew up together, we was known as sisters and brothers. That's my auntie. Your mom is my auntie. My Your uncle, my uncle. That's how we knew each other. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. When you went to the store, you just didn't go to the store for yourself. You had to go knock on the doors that you know that those individuals had some challenges that would not be able to go to the store, right, on their own. So it was up to the younger ones who parents sent them to the corner store, which was mostly, I remember, that was black-owned, right? And you go around there, and you knock on Miss Mary Doe and and, and uh, Miss May Doe, um, Miss May, I'm going to the store. Do you need anything? Oh yeah, baby, baby, go. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me let me go get a go get a um uh, a quarter, cause I need a nickel a a nickel pound of bologna, uh, and I I need some bread, and see if you have enough to give me one of those 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 little bottle of juices. You can do that back then probably with a quarter, 50 cent. I remember those days, you guys. I remember those days. 
and you still came back with some change. Or if you didn't have enough, then um, Papa Papa Joe, the owner of the store, he have a, a whole t- he have a tablet. Put your name down. Okay, you bought da da da. You paid this, and you owe They call it a tab. Um, but he'll have a tablet for you, and then when you have your money, you come back and you pay the man. That's how it was that I remember as a little girl growing up. I paid attention to things like that. And and, and, it, and it, it just behooves me on how things have changed, which is for the good for some, but even for the body of Christ. I remember going to church and the preacher used to come in the neighborhood and knock on everybody, don't pray for the family, see if they needed anything. It was done. He went to the next door. I mean, I'm just sitting back and the Lord is showing me all this. I'm like, well, daddy, why are you showing me this? Why are you always putting stuff on me? I'm, I'm, look, 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 do, do you see her here? <laughs> And I know he does, but just having a conversation with daddy. Okay. Well, why why is you bringing all this back to my memory? And I was quiet for a while. (laughs) And then I just heard that, that little voice. He said, because nobody is not paying attention. Nobody. He said, my children are not paying attention. I said, whoa, okay, so am I paying attention? Well, where am I off at? Because um, I, I know I have, I've thought some things. I've done some things and, and um, taken some things into my own hands to make things work. And I repent, and now I'm here. I know you opened up this door and that door, you know, for me to be here in this place. I love it. I love I can get up. I can go in my bed if I feel like it. I can lay on my couch if I feel like it. I can go take my bath whenever I want, take a shower. I can come in the kitchen and cook. Oh, Father, I am so grateful. I'm thankful. Uh, I appreciate what you have done for me, I thank you. But even on the flip side of that, I do see the enemy coming at me. So while the enemy coming at me, and I know you allowing him to come at me because you know I'm not going anywhere. Well, what else? What can I do? I, I, I'm not going to no other God. And they, they ain't did nothing for me. I'm not going to curse you. And I know that's what devil, the devil always try to do that. But he said, but no, you pay his attention. And that's why I can use you. This is what I need for you to do. And I was like, whoa. So this weekend, you guys, I was like, I know you guys, if you listen to the program, you know, the, the, the radio show, uh, this weekend I was posting stuff about the epidemic. I saw this. Um, documentary 
on uh, preparedness. And then I watch, uh, it was something with Solomon and Gomorrah and how these divers, it was the first divers that went down to the Dead Sea. Nobody had the guts to do it, and these two scientists did it. And my guys, the things that they saw on the water, how everything was just salt. And remember, Joe's wife turned to a pillar of salt because God told him, don't look back. If you look back, you're going to turn to a pillar of salt. And so he said, run. And the angels led them out of Sodom and Gomorrah because God was destroying them because of the the immoralities and the sexual perversions that was so strong in that city, it just probably made God so sick. And even the love of God at that time, before Jesus even entered into the world, before God himself became flesh and walked the earth, right? It was so horrific that God destroyed that city with brimstones and fire. Y'all remember the story? And so they wanted to prove that this really happened. And so not only did they went to the depths of the sea, just go back and listen to the episode. Uh, it should be something titled Solomon and Gomorrah. And they not only <laughs> went to the depths of the sea, they literally went in the facility around the Dead Sea, okay, on the, on they say the north side, and then the other side was Israel. Now I was there. I literally was in the Dead Sea. You know, you can float in the Dead Sea. When you go to Israel, they're gonna take you to this hotel. If you have a good tour, you'll go and sleep there um, for that for that night. And some, I think, is too nice. They'll let you um, be in the area for two nights, or maybe just like a one-day trip. But you're leaving early in the morning, and and you can. They have this mud. You put this mud all over you, and it's supposed to be a healing process, right? And then you go and float in the Dead Sea, and then you can wash it off. And I'm going to tell you, your skin be so soft like baby. It's supposed to take all the impurities out of your body. Literally, when you come out of there, and then you go and wash off, you'll feel so light. It's like, whoa, what happened? That's how powerful the Dead Sea is, even though it says the Dead Sea. Nothing can live in it. When they was in the bottom of the sea, you didn't see nothing. No fishes, no shrimps, no stingrays. You didn't see nothing moving down there. It was dead. But you saw all these rocks, and it was salty. And when they got close, it was just nothing but salt, you guys. And then they saw these different um, monuments or whatever to the point where they couldn't cross the line because of um, the government, the Palestinian government and Israel. They had like a border and they couldn't cross a certain line. Well, on the other side, they seen these structures, nothing but sea stones. And they didn't have enough time 
to really go and find out, well, what is that? Because when it went on the other side, it was flat. It was flat. And the only thing you saw was that white, chalky-looking stuff, which was salt. Nothing but salt. And then it went down again the next day because it couldn't stay in that in that water for so long because it would begin to crow. Um, what they what they call it? Um, the salt began to formalize around the submarine, the little mini submarine it was in, and when that happened, it weighed it weighed the the ship down the submarine where they won't be able to come back up so even with that they had them on this this pipe thing where they can wheel them in in case it gets so um oxidized to the point where they they won't be able to come back up on their own they can get pulled back up that's how strong and the salt (laughs) you know and so you guys are you paying attention are you paying attention? And so, um, he had me just looking at all of that. And I was like, huh, okay, daddy. You know, and then I got up and walked around. My three o'clock alone came on, said my little three o'clock prayer and sit back down. And then he had me watching about the epidemic and the preparedness of it. And then I kept hitting in my spirit. Those words. Are you paying attention? I say, yes, Lord, I'm paying attention. I'm watching. I'm taking notes. He said, no, pay attention. So I'm just want to share with you guys um, right now. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention to stuff that's going around you? Are you, are you really paying attention? Are you paying attention to your children? To your grandchildren? Are you paying attention to yourself? Are you paying attention to your organization and to your church? The movements. Uh, we, we have to return back to our first love, you guys. We got to have that heart of God that nobody get left behind. And we have to start with the household of faith. I believe if, if every believer could really show um, their disciples, we call them members, but they're supposed to be disciples in, in the body of Christ. Okay? Jesus took time out with his disciples. He personally, everywhere he went, he said, follow me. Okay, so these people come to your facility every week. So they're following you. So what are, what are, are you are giving them the word? But are you giving them the word to sustain their own life or just to sustain your life to the point where you can get tithes and offering out of them so you can have this big vision? But God gave them a vision too. But, but they're being distracted by the things of the world. So are you really paying attention? Because the Father did say, know those that labor among you. And disciples that are going to these 
uh, sanctuaries are you serious are you paying attention because the leaders they're not just up there preaching the word either they they bring in a word to a certain extent where you can at least take something back and go home and meditate on it and, and, and start your own relationship with the Father. Not being arrogant, but be confident to know that, hey, okay, that word he said, yes, that's for me. Okay, God, how can I apply this word to my life right now? Because this is what I'm facing, you know. And, and leaders, when that individual come to you and say, look, I need help. I, I've taken this word believe in God for this word. I'm not looking for a handout. But right now, this is what's going on in my life and and I need some help. So can you leaders, can you leaders literally dedicate yourself to your disciples that's sitting in them pews every week? They're making a sacrifice too. They're making a sacrifice. Sometimes People come to church and they barely making it to church. They have no money in their pocket. They have no gas in the car. Some of them are living in their car. Do you know 50%? Well, that might be a high number, but now, now it is because I see people, even where I'm living at right now, I got, I have two cars that I can go outside right now and take a picture and put it on Facebook and say it's a shame that these people got their clothes in their car. They are living with somebody or they're living out their car. And this is a nice neighborhood back here. It, it, the society is making it really, really challenging for people to live a comfortable life. I don't care what they're saying on that news. I have people come and sit before me every year. And they see the change now. And you know what they tell me? He, he said, <laughs> one one customer told me this. They have some that you're not going to always please, y'all. But I could say 90% of my customers that come back to me, they tell me, wow, you say this way in 2017. I'm so glad I listened to you because I don't know what I would have done if I have not changed my W-4. I say, yeah, but guess what? I got something else for you. The next couple of years, it's going to get worse. So the best thing I suggest, you better find a business to start so you can at least have something to write off. That's the only way you're going to get deductions now. That was free. Are you paying attention? Are we really paying attention? I pray that everybody was able to register um, for the next the vote that's coming up next month. Uh, you need to get online and really read through your representatives and the congressmen that are representing your district because that's where it starts. When I was watching a little highlighting of um, president and he took so much time 
He said he wasn't, but then he did start acknowledging the ones that he knew that supported <laughs> supported him and made a joke at the ones that didn't. And he said it. He said, he said, oh, no, no, no. They worked hard and, you know, yada, yada, yada. He said, oh, yeah, because y'all know what y'all need to do. That's dictatorship. God don't even force us to do nothing. You know what? Daddy don't even threaten us. He just say choose. He said, choose this day who you will serve. He said, I said before you this day, today. He ain't say yesterday, and he ain't say tomorrow. He said, today. Choose this day who you will serve. I set before you blessings and cursing, life or death. Choose life. That's all that's all the father wrote. He said, choose life. But you have the will to choose whatever you want to do. But I just want to kind of help you out that when you choose life, you're choosing my way, and my way will be a blessed way and an honor way. And it's going to bring life your way. But if you want to choose your way, and what is our way? We want to retaliate. We want to you know, revenge. We want to manipulate. We want to deceive. We want to, we want to do all these things that, yeah. I'm going to show him. You know, or she don't know who she dealing with. Oh, you going to reject me? I'm going to show you that I got the power of this. Oh, really? Go ahead, brother. Yourself, because see, at the end of all of both sides, El Shaddai has the power. Snap a finger like Thanos on the Avengers, he could snap his finger, and we'll have an earthquake out here. He'll snap his finger, before you know it, a fire break out. He'll snap his finger. Come on, come on, come on. I'm, I'm trying to... Are you paying attention? That's what that is saying. Are you paying attention? Because see, the enemy, he just stepped back. Now, yeah, I know earlier I said that God allowed him to come in here. He's coming at the true remnant. We like the residue of the real deal of people who really don't want to do the real deal. You might say we're the leftovers, but guess what? We are powerful. The remnant is the ones that have not bowed down to the idol of Baal. We have not bowed down to the society. We have not bowed down to the evil workers of iniquity. We have not bowed down to the images and the idols and the titles and the 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 the, the, the narcissistic 
the narcissistic society mindset. We haven't bowed down. And because of that, God said, stick with me. And my hands will be before you. Trust in my word and the angels have gone before you and prepared the way. And you be you will be able to walk on dry land. I've seen him work, you guys. I've seen him work. And I've seen him manifest himself. And yes, Dr. D have been disappointed and angry with my daddy. And saying, God, why did you take this away from me? I know this would have rectified me. And this person was going to stand up and acknowledge who I am and, 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 and publicly announce my part to play within this organization. And you took them home and now nobody won't know what you did and say it through him to me on the last day that we communicated with one another. And I was so disappointed. I was hurt. I was numbed. I was disheartened. Even in the midst of the stuff that I was going through, it was like one thing piled up on the next. And I was like, no fair. Why is this always happening, Father? Why you do this? When you put me in a place that I feel, you guys, I feel that now people can see who I really am. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, something happens where it's like, wow, I got to start all over again? Am I'm just the one that paved the way for everybody else to walk the path of prosperity and wealth? And when my time, there is to shine, or I could be shining, and then all of a sudden, bloop, like a balloon with someone with a pen and pops it. And you're going to ask me, am I paying attention? Oh, yes. I'm paying attention, Daddy. I'm paying attention of all this wrong that, that is coming to me. And I'm sitting here searching. And I'm writing. And I'm repenting and praying and fasting. And, and then all of a sudden, no. I need you. Hey, you say your life is not your own. Hey. You say you didn't mind being transparent. Hey, I can use you. I need you, daughter. I I need you to do these things. (laughs) But daddy, it don't feel good. I don't like it. I don't like being by myself all the time. Father, it would be nice that I could have my own car. 
Dog, I told you I'm working that out for you. But, but when? How? What? Can't you see? I have to get this done and that done. He said, no, you're not paying attention. You think this is what you have to get done and do here and be there. No, you're not paying attention. Because I, I have something higher for you to do. Whoa. So that got my attention, you guys. That got my attention. Then he brought back to me so quickly. So quickly, you guys. He showed something to me, and I'm going to let you all go on this one. Let y'all go on this one. So I, I, I usually on today is Monday. Um, usually it's my rest day, which yesterday I chose to let it be my rest day. I didn't really do that much. Saturday I went around some errands or whatever. But Sunday I really just lazy out. I mean, I didn't touch the phone. I saw some texts, but I say I answer them on Monday because. Daddy say, you you have to stop. I, I want you to begin to operate the way I want you to operate for where I am going. And you just, I'm, tr- I'm striving to get you to see and set your boundaries. Okay? And I was like, yes, Lord. So this morning when I, uh, I didn't even have my phone, I'm going to tell y'all, by me not using the phone or whatever, it still was like on 90 some percent. I'm thinking, you know, oh, I gotta charge my phone. Oh, you know, I gotta. And guess what? By me not using it, it didn't use no battery juice, right? So it was like, I said, wow, this is 90 some percent? Yeah, because I wasn't using it. I was about, I was charging it up and I looked, I'm like, okay, cool. So when I did that, I saw a text from my area manager. And it was like something happened to the other uh, manager, and we pray for. Her. I I did a quick prayer already for her. She stated that her her mother had coded out. She got to go to the hospital. Can I go to the and fill in at the store? Well, I'm I'm at home. I'm like what 45 minutes away, and if anything, I catch a ride with my daughter into the city. And I was thinking about you know I said well, you know, I'm gonna go into the city. And just be ready for tomorrow. And the Lord said, no, you stay home. You're off. That's your problem. I said, oh, okay. So I text my daughter. And I say, well, have a blessed, wonderful day. Well, I am still off. I'm going to stay in today. I'll see you in the morning for the ride. Okay? But then I saw a text where my errand manager said, the store needs to be covered. Can I come in? And I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. Because now I have no way to get to the halfway point over there to catch the charter bus. That means I would have to catch a lift, which would not be in my budget because the day is I'm off, right? So I'm trying to figure out, say, well, let me call you back. Let me see. I can, you know, yada, yada. I can do this and that. And the Holy Spirit said, what are you doing? 
I said, well, Dad, I got a, didn't even at the store and everything. He said, are you paying attention? So it was kind of forceful now. And I was like, ooh, yes, Dad, I am paying attention. He said, no, I don't think you're paying attention. I said, ooh, I'm not paying attention. What, 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 Father? That's what I'm trying to get you to see. You don't, you don't jump. When other people tell you to jump, you jump when I say jump. And my jumping is totally different from how they're jumping because now they're in the part, it's a controlled jump with them. My jump is a love jump. Whoa. So I looked at the phone and I was like, whoa, okay. He said, no, 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 no. You off, you off. They already have made arrangements. That's not your responsibility. You off, you off. Yes, Lord. And soon as that came in my spirit, I saw another text saying, we got it covered, you okay? Ooh, I went, shoo. Yeah, because they're starting to have these little stipulations and stuff. And so that's why God is saying to us, are we paying attention to what's happening? So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna later on. I'm gonna do uh, some a Facebook Live or YouTube, YouTube, Facebook Live, all of that combined on some areas that we need to pay attention to because they have some things shifting in the body of Christ. I skimmed through, I skimmed through a lot of messages online just to hear what what what's being said by these phenomenal men and women of God. Now the ones that I know that really are in tune with the spirit is really dealing with what God have me sharing. Dealing with the heart, change of mindset, coming together as one, taking care of the household of faith first. Okay, then you got these other ones that want to prophesy, still prophesy houses and lands and all this other kind of stuff, material stuff, society stuff. So it's a big division going on, right? Okay, and so with that, with that, God is saying, are we paying attention? So I'm going to share some areas that all of us need to pay attention just to be on the God, the word of God tells us, watch, fight, and pray. Okay, so paying attention come um, come in co- collaboration with these three things. Are you watching? Why are you praying? Are you fighting a good fight of faith? Why are you praying? Are you doing all three? Because we, we get unbalanced and we got the watchers and that's all you're doing. But you still got to fight and pray. You got the prayers, but they're not watching and they're not fighting. And then then you, <laughs> then you have the fighting and then nobody ain't praying and watching. You need all three. Nehemiah had all three. They was working. They were watching. They was fighting. And they was, they was, 
they had all three. And that's how they were successful in not only winning the battle, they built the wall, they, they rebuilt the Jerusalem, okay? And the people were saved. No matter the mockers, the haters, the soothsayers that came along, they still stood on the wall. And so that's all I have to share on that. Um, that's just a little introduction on what the Father had me saying. Uh, maybe that's all he wanted me to, to put out there right now, is to remind you, are you paying attention? This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor, and I will chime with you guys later. Um, bless the Lord on my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Um, this is Dr. D, Pastor Irvin, even with the Safe Zone broadcast, you guys are hearing the same messages, so you won't have to go and flip-flop. Both of you guys, the sister station, that's the teaching stage. Safe Zone broadcast have more of the teachings. Um, however, I'm going to come more alive on the Safe Zone broadcast with more of the teachings that God has given me, but also make you guys aware also that God wants us to pay attention. Okay? All right. God bless you.